Hey, what's up, everybody? I just wanted to drop by and give you a brief disclaimer about the next episode. Now, there's nothing scandalous ahead of you, but in fact, something kind of fun. As you guys are all well aware of, we do a lot of shows where we have quite a few tangents, and we tend to kind of go off the tracks a little bit, and this episode is no exception. While we had intended to give you a show about um, possession and serial killers and cannibalism, um, what you're getting is something completely off topic, but still pretty fun. And a lot of times I will cut out these tangents if they're too long or they just don't really pertain to anything, and you'll never know they ever happened. But this episode was a lot of fun, and we had some pretty great organic conversations about some stuff that uh, still fall into our wheelhouse. They still are, uh, you know, strange and unusual. And I thought it'd be fun for you guys to get to hear, you know, some of the stuff that normally wouldn't make it into the final cut of the show. So I really hope you enjoy it. And we will come back uh, on episode 63 and give you the first part of a two-part series, I guess you'd call it. It's going to be two episodes, a part one and a part two. And for now, just uh, enjoy this next conversation you're about to hear. And uh, it might be kind of fun for you to see how... Just organic conversation takes a huge left turn, and sometimes these podcasts don't turn out to be what we had planned. But nonetheless, sit back and relax and enjoy. Coming at you from the 37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 62 of Pixelated Paranormal. We are just climbing up that ladder. Slowly but surely. 62. Crazy. So, man, this episode... Presto, we've been wanting to do technically next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode, we've been wanting to do for a long time. And uh, we were wanting to try to chat about mysteries and rumors of the Vatican because there's so many cool like rumors and conspiracies about it. And I think the the damn news stories alone are going to be the majority of this episode because there's just so much crazy shit. And with any really good, you know, episode with the lead up to every episode, if you've got enough news stories, you can make an episode about news. And yeah. this shit just snowballed, and it wow. it, it did. And then, like the you know the 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 Vatican itself, it's like that topic is like a, a massive black hole that just sucks you <laughs> right. in. And I'm like, holy god! Right? I, I just added like more to the notes, guys. Hold on, one more thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we recording these episodes lately with special thanks to our new our new tech wizard Stephen. We started using Google Docs about sixty <laughs> episodes into the life of our show, <laughs> and so we go through here and you find news and you stick it to the group chat on the the Google Doc, and the thing has just grown into this fucking hydra that it just never ends and more heads keep popping up and. Essentially, episode 62 was going to be, you know, the secrets of the Vatican and just so much shit. I'm like, oh, hey, this stuff will link into that and this stuff links into that. And the news story started like kind of getting interwoven. And 
Yeah. The first half hour of that episode is probably going to be an hour to an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we just got a doozy, man, and lots of good shit coming your way. Lots of good shit. So um, anybody have anything else they want to say before we jump in? Hashtag uh, vessel equality. (laughs) There you go. Um, So, yeah, let's just jump into it because, guys, stick around. This It's going to be interesting, but all this stuff is going to kind of, for the most part, uh, come together, come back around full circle. And I'm pretty excited about what we got to talk about. So um, now, quick, quick mention, if anybody hears any other above normal static, it is the second hottest day of the year in Wichita right now. And so air conditioners and fans are going to be kicked on. Um, I'm just getting over the funk and the sickness, and Steven's doing his best to catch the sickness. So yeah. you, might, you might hear a couple uh, coughs or throat clears that I don't – I normally edit most of those out. But, uh, yeah, bear with us, guys. We apologize for the extra static, but stick with it because it's going to be a good one. There's lots Word. of crazy shit going on. So, Steve, jump in, man, and uh, kick it off. Cool. So my news story, I've got two of them. Kind of. Uh, one definitely hits close to home, which is crazy. It was on Facebook, scrolling mm-hmm. through the feeds, and it was like human bones found in attic. I'm like, what the hell? And like the picture, like it was really crazy because you know you click on the article, and our local news websites are trash. I'm sure they are everywhere else around the United States and the world, actually. But uh, they're hard workers. But yeah. By God, yeah. there's a lot of slow, <laughs> slow news days. A lot of yeah, a lot of. Well, like, I just think the interface on the, on the on the phones and the way the videos work. But everybody gets their news from Facebook these days now through like, right. their local local people will have a Facebook blah blah. Anyway, they showed on this video actually the actual bones, like the human head and all this stuff. And like, I, I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is basically um, everything that I'm about to tell you is coming from an anonymous source, someone that is um, loosely related in somehow to this where this this bones were found they had nothing to do with the bones don't 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 think that just uh know, know about the people that are that are that own the building currently so and we we can say the town name right can we say the town yeah, name? It yeah. Uh, okay it happened in derby which is like yeah, derby what 20 miles south of wichita yeah yeah no hell not Shit, even that even that hell five five miles yeah five yeah. six miles it's very basic a suburb of wichita kansas and yeah. um you know most of derby is pretty is pretty nice it's a, it's known for like a more richer taste kind of thing, I think. Anyway, people that you know work it, work in the aircraft industry, stuff like that around here. Yeah, it reminds me of like South Wichita that didn't want to be South Wichita yeah, anymore, so they're they like moved farther south. Fuck Wichita, <laughs> we want to be our own country. <laughs> yeah, Deburbia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's this building, and it was owned by a plumbing business from like 1975 to. I don't think 2011, 12, something like that. Oh, and, shit, I think it was like 17, maybe. I think it was just recently the dude finally really? retired. Yeah. Was, I thought so. Great radio here. I got to pull up the thing again. <laughs> right. Um, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> yeah, I was 2017. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I got me, right? you, boo. All right. Um, so, yeah, 2017. So, during during this time, i bring it back up my notes. Sorry. Um, that was fine. That's the magic of editing. Right. I that part. Yeah. Uh, so this plumbing business uh, was owned by you know these owners, and they had it from 1975 to 2017 when they when they closed their doors. Now 2018, mid 2018, new tenants are there renovating the building. So they wondered, hmm, I wonder what's in the attic because they wanted to do renovations and maybe they were like, who knows? Uh, there's like shit up there they need to clean or insulate or whatever. 
So they, yeah, well, the guy they went up there to pull the old insulation out. Yeah, some of the ceiling it. tiles yeah. down. Yeah, and then uh, so when, whenever uh, you know he's up there, he notices that there's a little coffin, and the coffin is about four feet tall. Looks really old timey, like. 1800s, 1900s. Oh, we want to play old Tommy around here. And uh, <laughs> that's like just weird, like a four foot feet, a four foot tall coffin. And yeah, this guy's, coffin. this guy's like, um, well, I wanted, I was curious. So I want to know what was in it. And inside was a human head with most of his teeth, him or her, sorry, and lots of random human bones. When I first looked at the picture and I was watching the video, I thought it was like an actual skeleton with like its legs bent upwards. Right. Well, cause you, you were like, you told me it's a fucking human skeleton and the fucking legs have been like bent backwards to fit in the fucking yeah. coffin and like they broke its legs. <laughs> that's what I was, that's why I like, that's why I look. And then I clicked on the video on my computer where I could see it blown up and I'm like, well, fuck, I was an idiot. So yeah, it's a pile of bones. Yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> random bones. It doesn't, doesn't add up to a human skeleton or a full human right. skeleton. Um, so anyway, you know, he's like, what the hell? Like called the cops. The cops call contacted the original owners of the building that owned it, the plumbing business from 1975 to 2017. And then when they did that, they're like, hey, we, we don't know anything about this. This is crazy. We never even went up there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what it, what I, what I've heard is that the guy who originally uh, had the plumbing company, um, in his family, he, uh, he, they had a grave digger in the family basically or something oh. of the sort. And then, this was before they had the company plumbing company before, but maybe this person had access to it through the family or something. He had access to bones and he was known to be part of the odd fellows, which I'm not familiar with. You guys are. Um, but they said possibly using the bones as an initiation into the club, basically like a lock in with the bones to like yeah. question your soul or your life and face death. Oh, wow. And yeah. then as far as as far as the, human remains they're doing an autopsy as we speak i think it's pretty cool i think it's really odd that it's so close to us and it's like who knows what's up in people's attics you know yeah what um, a scandal yeah (laughs) Uh and then uh when um i don't know just crazy so so when they say these part of the odd fellows what does that mean guys so here's okay preston you'll finish it up because you'll know more than i will but from what i read into it is it's it's a fraternity and like a secret society of sorts. And the coffin they found matched the ornamental coffin that that society would use for whatever purpose, for the the spells they cast or the ceremonies or the rituals. And it was common for them just to have like a supply of human bones in one of those <laughs> ornamental coffins. And sources I read too said that next to the coffin there was also like a stool found or like a little table or some shit. So that kind of maybe links to what you were saying, Steve, is maybe they were required to do like an overnight lock-in where you just sit there with the bones and you just – maybe you just sat in a stool. Yeah. yeah. yeah like <laughs> Shut up, Preston. Like a stool or, so, or something <laughs> um, or some of, of the sorts. I mean you think yeah. like if they were doing something like that, if they, had like, if they are fraternity, which is crazy because you think of like fraternities either being like, you know, the like the, the nerdy dudes or the um, – the Prestons, yeah, like the, like the, the quote unquote jocks, you know, stuff like that. It's weird. I've never heard of this before, but um, yeah, I mean, them being down there and having to do something like that, you know, I mean, would that yeah. be kind of weird, right? Like, hey, here's a coffin with these bones, sitting here for an overnight and sleep with them. You know, it's like weird. So supposedly, and, it's odd. and I don't, uh, I mean, I've seen it, so I don't know. <clears throat> um, 
how true it is or not. But you have to think about like in the 1800s and like the 19 early 1900s, we didn't have like plastic skulls for props like we do nowadays. And so a lot of right. times like when burglars and convicts would die and they would go to the hangman noose, a lot of times mm-hmm. the family wouldn't claim the body. And so your grave digger or your coffin maker or whatever uh, would sell the body for science to organizations um, so they could use the, you know, the skeleton for whatever they want. So supposedly the Scottish Rite, um, we have a like 110-year-old skeleton um, that we use. Uh, but so the Odd Fellows really don't have any ties with Freemasonry. The so yeah. you say. Well, so the 1800s and like the 1900s um, were a popular time for the occult, and so there's like a you know the Order of the Peacock um, and a bunch of these little small sects that they they couldn't make their way into Freemasonry, so they're like you know what fuck you guys. We're going to make our own fraternity and do whatever we and want. we're going to call it the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And so you start to get, like, you know, the Odd Fellows. You start to get the Order of the Peacocks. Um, and they don't really follow Masonic guidelines, and that's all I can say about that. <laughs> he's, he's like, they don't, they don't follow the guidelines of the Masons. And he's like, he's like, yeah. and like so does that mean, Preston, you don't have to sit in a room with bones? No. <laughs> yeah, no shit. The, fuck, the fucking Forrest Gump of the Freemasons. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's all that. I got to say about that, guys. That's great. Speaking I just picture, of- like, doctors and grave robbers and, like, you know, guys who are, you know, digging, <laughs> like, cemetery workers mm-hmm. wearing a fez because they belong to this odd fellow <laughs> yeah. group. And, like, when, when no one's around, they kind of, like, look back and forth and put, like, a skull under their fez. Yeah. So, <laughs> like a fucking femur. I, you know, I, I, I had to go to a, a, a lockdown for an incident for a weekend. And I was at a, a hotel uh, for a class uh, for, you know, three days. <clears throat> And uh, when we got to go to breaks out in the hotel lobby, there was uh, a group or a fraternity that were all in white robes uh, that looked like they could be the cousin to the KKK that were like out walking around, (laughs) like doing weird shit. And everybody's like, it's the Uh goddamn Freemasons. And so we're sitting back in class and this guy's like, man, I got on YouTube. I know all about this. I know all about Freemasonry. And I just lost my shit. I'm like, God damn it. Slammed down my deuce card. I'm just like, what, bro? What now? You don't know. You don't know shit because YouTube is fake news. And everybody was like, uh. <laughs> were, the, were these guys like dude bros type of thing? Uh, the, the guy that was trying to convince everybody in, in class that uh, the white yeah. robbers were Freemasons was a, a dude bro. Dude, that was that was Preston's <laughs> ultimate fucking push up the glasses moment. Actually, yeah. actually, <laughs> I'm about to school y'all, motherfuckers, you know right here. I can just see his like his like heart rate just starts like heightening. It says as soon as the guy starts getting on YouTube, he pushes that YouTube button. Preston's like, "It's my time." Yeah, it's, it's my it's time. My I got time this time, guys. It's my time to shine. <laughs> Pulls out his fucking fez, his fez yeah. holder, and puts his fez on. Uh, Preston, speaking, watch your levels just a little bit. You're getting crackly. <laughs> Get I'm getting heated. Speaking <laughs> of which, um, I went to a graveyard today. So it, my mom, I had to tra- transport my mom 
to Hutchison so she could go to her late husband's grave, decorate it, do the whole uh, whole spiel. Um, while at the grave, that was my first time at the, at the graveyard in, in Hutchison where he's buried. Um, it's not, it's not kind of like weird to me. Like when you're at it, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm disassociated with to death, but like I don't, mm-hmm. I've never been to a grave and like mourned or paid respects to because mm-hmm. the only person I know that has a grave out of my family that I've lost is my grandpa and grandma. But it's more of like a, uh, a plaque for grandpa. And then I think like some of her ashes got buried in there. So they just didn't make her a plaque, just buried him with type of thing. And mm-hmm. I didn't have an, like any, like, um, no association. Emotional with, ties. Well, kind of a little bit. Cause I kind of knew my grandparents, but not that really that close. But like, I, I don't see any like, um, connection to their grave, grave site. Like, I don't know if that makes me sound harsh, but like, I just, mm-hmm. it just, it's just weird. Like being in a graveyard and like, I like, I enjoyed looking at all their gravestones and reading their names and the dates that they were born and then the deceased. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting to see how many gravestones have the masonry symbol on it or the Shriner symbol, especially in Hutchinson. Yeah, it was crazy. The like so many of them. We're, yeah, we're all over was, the place. There was, yeah, it was. I was like, man, this is like, I was like, Preston be loving this. Like, was, I just see that symbol <laughs> everywhere. But uh, I don't know. Like, have you guys ever been? Like, do you guys go to uh, grave sites for deceased? All the um, time, uh, buddy. All the time. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Do you go at all? I'm I'm kind of in a similar boat with you, Steve. Like, the only funeral that ever really. Not to sound again, not to sound like a dick, but like the only funeral I've been to of my own family mm-hmm. that meant anything to me um, was my grandma. When my grandma passed away, um, that that kind of killed me. Like I, I always tell people, like something kind of broke. Like when my my main grandma passed away, you know, because mm-hmm. my my other grandmother passed away before that. I wasn't as close. When my my main grandma passed away, like something kind of like just snapped and never grew back. And I I hate to say it because it sounds very morose. I've only been back to her grave once, I think, the the, the exact year after she passed away. Mm-hmm. I went back on Memorial Day. And then um, part of it, I think, is I avoid it. I don't want to go back because if I go back and see the gravestone, it just cements the fact that, yes, she still is gone. Yeah. But – I mean, that's all the family I really have that has passed away that I've been close to. Now, I've I've been to, you know, um, funerals for friends and acquaintances, you know, and stuff like that. Um, I don't do a whole lot of grave side services. You know, I take that back. There was another um, – there was another – I'm just going to say Mr. Hughes to keep an anonymity. Um, a friend of mine, Mr. Hughes, passed away, and that, that kind of hurt, like that kind of like – <laughs> the part of me that's broken, it kind of, you know, struck that nerve a little bit because yeah. I was close with him too. But otherwise, like, I don't, I, when I go to grave sites, I do the same thing you do, Steve. Like, I'm more morbidly fascinated with just the different types of headstones and the different ornaments and just the idea that, like, this is just where people are laid. You know, yeah. it's just weird. I, I enjoy seeing the, the headstones <laughs> and stuff like that. And, and, and the, when you, like, when I was there, first off, by the way, like you keep your grandma's memory alive all the time. You're always mentioning her. Hell, you wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for her, honestly. Like she's the one that introduced you to all <laughs> right. that awesome horror That's shit, true. you know? So yeah. like so yeah, R.I.P. grandma. But um yeah. you know, like when when I was there, like uh, uh, another correlation that I ever made is like 
the gravestones, the graves, the gra- either the plots, you know, of course, this new, this new fine granite finish and says 1868 to 1891, you know, like yeah. that, somebody bought that. They probably found their ancestry or they knew their ancestry and they wanted a gravestone. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Uh, that's what I like seeing. Now, when you look at, like, I seen so many gravestones from all older dates, from 1800s to 1900s, you hardly see any newer dates, like mm-hmm. 1978 to 2011 you hardly see any graves like that because the option for cremation is so much more affordable for one thing but so oh yeah p- common like mm-hmm. i don't like i like the idea because i was telling like it when you think of your mortality you never know you know it's going to happen one day but you you want to make people in your life aware of what you want what you want done and i just think i yeah, think that's sure. so interesting to have like to to first off know that death is inevitable and you never know what's going to happen. But if mm-hmm. you do like your last send off, you know, I just, I just think that's so cool. Like to think that people will, people do their own things to respect the dead and mm-hmm. everybody handles, you know, death differently and, and, you know, mourning differently. And I don't know. It's just like today's my mom's, she hasn't get into the, been to the grave and like, almost two years and it was like mm-hmm. really starting to bother her like and it, go, it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the first everybody with um reaching out with her mental illness my mom is sure. very mentally ill and it's a challenge <laughs> it's a very big right. challenge i've been dealing with my whole life uh but in the end your parents your parent and you have to bitch about it to friends and then at the end of the day realize that you did something important that's keeping her here one more day you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like her being able to see that. I don't know. It's just like, it's really cool to see like how, how people can be so much different when it comes to mourning, faith, you know, everything mm-hmm. we talked about in the beginning of the show. Like it's just, it all ties in yeah. one, man. It's all. To keep the ball <laughs> right. Well, because we never even stay remotely close to the, 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 the trail we're supposed to go on this show and we don't even need a cart anymore. How do you guys, what do you want? Do you guys have any ideas when you, oh, I, I got it. Boy, do I. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell All you right, right now. Steve, you go first. Okay, so I watched a, a Facebook video. Gosh, I sound like such a little, <laughs> little idiot. One new source. Yeah. Uh, so I watched a Facebook video. Uh, you get – we are so consumed with social media. It's no, it's no joke about it. You know, I like social media. I feel connected. If I didn't yeah. have social media – I mean, Xbox Live is social media. If I didn't have social media, wouldn't have met Rob. Wouldn't have the close gaming community we have now. I wouldn't have this podcast. Like, so I consider all that shit social media. Shit. I mean, but, you and I kind of rekindled over video games, really, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I met you through video and, games, uh, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. One more story. God. Okay. One more, one more story. Strap uh, in, guys. <laughs> okay. One more story before we get into what we want to do, uh, with our remains, so to speak. Uh, okay. So, I didn't know Preston. I heard Sean talk about Preston. I always hear Sean talk about his friends, Preston, Eric, and Seth. And I'm like, okay, I know who Eric is because I see you guys doing the pictures of your little sporty, uh, your runs and your athletic yeah. shit that I never can do. Uh, and then I see Seth because he has a fucking soul patch, which he just shaved off, which kind of made me tear up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard, and then I heard of this guy named Preston. I was like, I was like, okay, I know Preston, know who he is, but, and then all of a sudden, I get somebody that tried to add in me on on Xbox Live. And I'm like, okay, which wasn't, I don't want to sound pretentious, but which wasn't uncommon because at that point we've had a kind of fully running podcast for video game yeah. stuff. 
Well, and you know everybody. You've got your finger in every console. You've got your yeah. finger on the digital pulse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it popped up on the notification. It said, Sticky Nutsock added you as a friend. I said, I was. I don't remember who was there. It was somebody. It was somebody. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Look at this fucking name. And I like, I think there was like a couple people in my house. And I was like, look at this fucking name. How does that get, how does that get passed? And I remember I fucking reported that shit. And then I fucking sent, I sent the picture to Rob and, and I was like, I know that we get a kick out of things that make it, that make it through the pipeline oh, yeah. at, at Xbox yeah. live. And then I sent it to Rob and Rob's like, ha oh, ha that's hilarious. And then, um, what was it? Before I added, before, because then I, you know, once you report somebody, it pretty much unfriends, denies the friend request, blocks communication, whatever. And then one time I get on the party chat and it's Rob and Sean and then this profile. And I was like, and it was sticky nuts. I was like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) And he was like, oh, it's it's Preston. I think, I think you even said your last name. You're like, I don't know if I tell you that's name, but you were like, boo, 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 boo. I was like, oh, that, oh, oh. And then I was like, I waited for a minute and I was like, or, or no, you had, you got a message saying you had to change it. And then I didn't tell anybody. Like, I don't think Rob remembered or something like that. And then, yeah. and then he came back and he was telling everybody he had to change his name because somebody reported him. And I told Sean, I was like, yeah, that was me. Now, what, what brought this back in my brain is, I don't know if you guys have a Chromecast at your house. Do you guys have Chromecasts? Uh-uh. Okay, so Chrome Chromecast connects to your Google device. Uh, on your iPhone or Android device, you can back up all your photos for free. So with that, I back up all my photos to Google Photos. On the Chromecast, it connects to all your Google devices. So you get your Google Music, you get you get um, all that shit, whatever. Um, Today's uh, episode brought to you by Google. Yeah. You get all kinds of Google stuff on your on your TV. It's basically like a smart device, so you can like cast Netflix to it, cast YouTube, shit like that. Well, on your background, while it's idle on your screen, you can have pictures showing. So I have it connect to my Facebook, uh, all my Facebook photos. So all my Facebook photos come on there, and they come at random and blah, 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 and they stand there for like 10 seconds. And I'm laying in my bed. I'm looking at my phone, and I look up my TV before I cast Netflix on it. And there's the picture that I sent Rob, and it said it said right there, <laughs> sticky nuts, sticky nuts, nutsock. I was like, oh my god. So that's anyways. That's what that's what just came in my head. So I went from so, sounding like funny. a pervo to like a crack addict because my new name yeah. is Pixel Pipe Pete. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's this is this is what's funny, and when we were, um, I always thought like. Our name Pixelated Paranormal is mainly because, you know, Rob Rob started the podcast. We wanted to stay in – I always call it the network, the Pixelated Network. Yeah. And so Rob's like, it just fits Pixelated Paranormal. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then Rob's like, yeah, I mean, we get online. We play video games. We just fucking talk about this shit anyway. Let's record it. Someone's going to listen to it. And then when we were at Wichicon, um, the dude, the dude that shared the second story – you know, we said, has anybody got any questions before we finish up? And he's like, yeah, why do you call yourselves pixelated paranormal? And I might be a decent person at filibustering. And it just hit me all at once without even thinking. I just spewed it out. And I'm like, well, you know, blah, 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 pixelated sausage and, and pixelated radio. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, I met Rob through Steve through video games. And then Preston joined me on Xbox and then met Rob and Steve. We talk about, we're brought together by 
video games. And video games are pixelated, and so it all fits together. The secret meaning behind the name is we were just a bunch of video game buddies who got together to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So if anybody is keeping track, like that's that's uh, <laughs> that's the secret story behind the name as far as I'm concerned. It's called Pixelated Paranormal ultimately because we were four dudes who would chat about weird shit while playing video games, which are pixelated. So there you go. Yeah. But you want to talk about funny names. Uh, I don't know if Preston – I don't think Preston ever heard the story, but Steve, you'll recognize it. Our, our sponsor for our show, you know, we plug him every single <laughs> show, and he, and he, <laughs> he takes care of us very By well. By the way, thank you so much. I got four, four fucking compliments today. Oh, did about, you really? They were like, what's that smell? And I'm like, oh, it's actually my beard. <laughs> Big Tob's beard ball. I was like, it's sweet tobacco. Does it smell like tobacco to you? I swear, awesome. I swear, it was like four different times. We were at this Mexican yeah. restaurant, and the two the two waitress, waitresses was like, "What's that smell? It smells so good. What is that?" And we were the only ones in the building, so I was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit with this beer bomb real quick." <laughs> Hold up, yeah. yeah, Preston. I still I haven't seen you since, but I still got to get you your uh, your sweet tobacco as well. But so playing Xbox years ago, God, this episode's gonna take forever. Yeah, <laughs> Stick right. around, guys. I promise it will be worth it. Um, so we're playing Xbox years ago, and you know we met we met big <laughs> we met a guy on Xbox, and I met him through Steve, like everybody else except for Preston. And my old gamer tag used to be Shonald Trump, <laughs> and like way back before he ever announced running for president. Yeah, like way b- yeah, and <laughs> which which is crazy because because he you tried to make your names like. Oh, look, catchy. This is yeah, representing pun, another. Like, yeah, like puns. Genghis yeah, Sean. Yeah. Sean Quixote. Sean Quixote. Yeah. <laughs> Seanald Duck. Sean Elizabeth. Sean Elizabeth. Sean Rumsfeld. So. <laughs> oh, my. Stop. <laughs> Just put it. Sean O'Reilly. So, there you go. Yeah, I, I, same thing as same thing as Steve. I jump into a party and there's a dude I don't recognize, and I forget his gamer tag back then. But we're playing, and like he all of realize. us do it. No, all of yeah. us do that. If some, yep. it's like it's like a pack of damn dogs. Who's gonna be the alpha? <laughs> like, check this out. Fucking strange. I was in I was I was in a party with I don't remember, one of my friends, and Rob parts in pies. He's like, "What's up, man?" And as soon as he notices somebody else in the party, who the hell's that? <laughs> like, yeah. why is he why is he in our club? Like. <laughs> He kind of is the alpha because rest of us like, oh, what's up, dude? Yeah, then, like, or, or you'll, get a, you'll get a text message. No problem. Who the fuck is fucking yeah. big time sixty four? <laughs> oh my god, Rob, dude, it's so fucking funny that we we uh, all do that shit. So right, go yeah. on. So we're, we're in this party and like, there's a dude and I forget his gamer tag back then. And you guys are like, oh hey, what's up, Sean? Hey, this is my buddy Alan. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? And like. We're talking, and all of a sudden, like, we play a couple rounds of Halo or whatever, and then in the loading screen, it shows a list of gamer tags. And he's just out of nowhere, he's like, Seanald Trump, fuck that guy. <laughs> out of nowhere, we all start laughing, and then he's we like, all start fucking he's, busting up. He's like, oh, I didn't think it was that funny. And we're like, we're like, dude, look who's in the party. Uh, Oh, oh, and like he tried backpedaling real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. So great. And yeah, we, and we gamed quite a bit because he used to play his uh, guitar during loading screens and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah. I mean, fucking fast forward eight years, yeah, maybe? Yeah, was a 360. Eight years, and, and Big Dobbs, man, you've got like the empire of beard bombs. And <laughs> here we are now, you know, eight years ago, fuck that guy. And eight years later, I'm wearing your beard bomb and you're listening to my podcast, buddy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Cheers to you, pal. Yeah, I don't even know if you remember that, dude, but if you do, that was a great night. 
Yeah. Hey, yeah. so hit that DeLorean. Let's go back. Whoop. We're going to talk about what we want to do with our remains when we... Yeah, yeah. How do you want to go away. out, man? How do you want to be... Uh, uh, okay, so I was watching Facebook one day, and this video came up. It was like, did you know you can make the ultimate mixtape with your ashes? And I'm like, what? <laughs> this sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> so I watched the video, and basically there's this company that you can send them some of your ashes... And then you can order a vinyl made up, and you can have any image on the vinyl you want whatsoever. They'll basically print it onto the vinyl, and it'll uh-huh. all play. And then you get to choose ten songs that you've purchased. So, like, you have to show that you purchased them or something because they don't get sued. Yeah, you got to prove that you own them. You can't just yeah. get ten free tracks yeah. from iTunes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buy buy an Ash record, get ten free tracks. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, you can get you can get it customized with. You can get it. There's like all kinds of options. You can get customized of what image you want on there, the color of the actual vinyl press, and then you can do like a dual, like a dual extra ten songs on the other side of the of the track of the thing, and then you can do like or how many ever tracks would fit on it, and then um, yeah, have like another picture on the back, so you can get like a dual a dual one if you want. Uh, I think that's rad. I think that is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And the ten tracks you could pick could be. Like songs that were that represented you that you connected with all over your lifetime. Like I think that is the coolest shit ever, and that's exactly what I want to do. I think I would just do ten rounds of the Suspiria soundtrack. <laughs> I thought you were saying something about Dave Matthews. <laughs> well, of course. Or Kesha, I have Lionheart Grace because she changed your life. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what my that's okay. what my brother wants to do. He wants to leave me a forty-five of his ashes that uh, plays. Uh, uh, David Bowie. Why known as Big Brown Beaver? Huh? I said, why known as Big Brown yeah. Beaver? No, uh, space. Wait, your brother wants to do the same thing I want to yeah, do. Yeah, he wants to leave me yeah. a forty-five of That's a so David cool. Bowie space oddity uh, with his ashes in it, and like looks all fucking psychedelic and rad. So I can think about that. How rad? How rad is yeah. that though? Like hearing That's somebody else neat, wants dude. to do that is so tight to me. So that because every time I, I know this sounds it. extremely. Go, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so every time I can listen, this is ground control to major tunnel. I'm like, oh my God, he's my brother. Yeah. But check this out. This, oh my God, <laughs> this is so crazy. This is all, this is all tying together. I was at my mom's today. She has this like box. She got it at a garage sale. And in there is this like frame. She wanted the frame. She didn't want what was inside of it. And it was somebody's like graduation profile picture. That said, like, congratulations, and then the year, like, 2004 or something. No, 2002. And it was yeah. this blonde girl. She had, you know, the, the cap and gown on and all that shit. And it was like, the, the, this is what you've become? Like, your parents just put this in this box and then give it away? <laughs> like, it was it was crazy. And I'm, the this sounds really sad, sad, but sometimes things get lost, misplaced, or... People just don't care anymore, and they just like, well, put it put it in the garage sale. Could you imagine going to a garage sale, getting a forty five, and you you see it, and you're like, well, I don't know what this is, but it says like in memory of or whatever, and has some either their picture on the forty five or whatever it may be, and buying that, and then like learning about that person through the music. Oh yeah, that'd be incredible. That would be kind of yeah. neat. Kind of rad. Huh. Telling you, man, that's that, that is so cool. Your brother wants to do that too. What, what about what do you want to do with your with your remains, Preston? So, our uh, our family owns a section of plots in the Augusta Cemetery that's on um, Ohio Street. So it's like the main big cemetery in Augusta. Oof. They're in they're in big trouble right now. Do you know about? Oh that? no! Uh. Apparently, like at a you can cut this out if you want, Sean. Um, so they're under high scrutiny right now because. 
when you go to a you go to a, a lot cemetery lot, people leave things you know, yeah. not just flowers and stands and this and that. They leave like personal effects. Somebody can go out there with a full can of beer, place it on place it on there, drink a beer at the grave, leave the can, um, whatever whatever the case may be. Pocket watches, uh, sometimes change, just like anything in there, everything. Well, they're trying to have this rule, I yeah. guess, that after thirty days, everything gets cleaned up. Every thirty oh, wow. days, like no matter what, and people like they 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 kind of like sent out like an email, but not a lot of people got it because they didn't have updated emails. And then when they came back to the grave, like there was like they were like fucking furious. Yeah. And then some of the stuff had been like it's you know it's mowing season, it's raining all the time, then it grows and shit. That things being like ran over and like so like there's like people going ape shit about that about the cemetery right now. But just just a weird little thing like that. Well, there's a lot of cemeteries like that, though. Like I've I've had people say, like, yeah, I wanted to leave like a rose bush by my mom's headstone, but you have you have to come out there and take hmm. care of it yourself. The actual, yeah. you know, people that own the graveyard will not take care of it. Yeah, yeah, they just do the grass and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or like you plant a flower and then you come back a month later and find out that it's mowed right over it. You know. Yeah. So anyway, Preston, um, what can we do for you, sir? Technically, we only have like six spots left that we can actually bury people mm-hmm. so that would be you know me and the, and the missus jason and his lady and my parents and so that kind of leaves the kids sol so i was you're on your own you know, like find a new land <laughs> yeah so but, you know family family's important and the you know the idea of family that you know generations to come can you know pay tribute to our graves so what I want to do is I want to create a giant fucking like Egyptian obelisk that's like you know it's like fucking in the air like huge it's got like Masonic and occult symbols on it then I'm going to take every one of us like my mom my dad me Jeffrey Chrissy Jason and well part of Jason because he's going to be in the 45 but then I'm going to cremate all of us And then I'm going to put us in a metal metal canister because then I can get more bodies per capita, right? Yeah. And so those little canisters will have like a metal stamp on the top that has our initials and then those go right in the ground. And then boom, I took like six spaces and turned it into like 40 spaces and then everybody can come, you know, worship my obelisk. Huh. Okay, so as intimate present, um you do are you you do realize how much a coffin and just funeral costs cost, right? This this yeah. this thing you're wanting to create, <laughs> you better be having the millions, bud, because that's all it's yeah. gonna fucking take. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Look, you know what? I'll pull some connections. You know, I'll have like a bigger pyramid than Nick Cage, and uh, you guys can come worship my little tiny, you know, pee medallion that's on the ground. Like urine, like pee pee. No, my initials. But if you guys want to pee on it, that's cool too. So what you're saying is, instead of the uh, square and compass engraved on your headstone, you want just the the token Calvin pissing on a whatever. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he said he wanted a pee token. I think this is what he wanted. No, it's all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be kicking it on the other side, so I really won't give a shit. So. There you go. Your spirit's gonna be lost in the fucking obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> Then fucking all these little 16-year-olds with EVP machines. Yeah, he said that uh, he liked to go ghost hunting. And you'll be like, get off my lawn. (laughs) Get off my headstone, you bastards. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's funny. 
So I, I think a lot oftentimes about what I want and what I would do. And like I've told Shayla before, you know, take me to the cheapest place you can find to cremate me and don't buy an urn. I mean, this is my wishes. Do what you want because, you know, ultimately it's kind of about the person who's grieving what they do as well as memoriam. But bury me in like a Folgers can, like something cheap and just cremate me in that and, and just bury me in a plot somewhere. And then all the extra money you saved – Go on vacation and then, you know, cry your eyes out on a beach somewhere or, you know, go somewhere cool with the extra money you saved. But my if if there is like a, a ceremony, I just say if there is, meaning like unless, you know, things change and we find new ways to celebrate people. I don't want Swing Low, Sweet Chariot played or anything by Sarah McLaughlin or anything sad. <laughs> I <laughs> and I don't mean that disrespectfully because I just recently went to a very nice uh, ceremony where that song was played. So no disrespect. But the only sad song I want played, and I'm going to copy off of you, Steve, because I don't know if you want this played at your funeral. But I want uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by uh, by that uh, Hawaiian guy on the ukulele. Yeah. I want that. I want that played. Beautiful. But that's the only sad song. After that, immediately after that, I want like, Rebel Yell. Uh, by Billy Idol, awesome. uh, something yes. Dave Matthews, Ballroom Blitz. So listen, Sean, if I if I outlive you, can you will it that uh, somebody will put a small portion of your ashes in a forty five, and I want it to be that song <laughs> off of Mars Attacks that makes the aliens' heads blow up like. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I will will it that it has to be a lime Fuck green yeah. vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it's just ten of those. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want I want like people tapping their toes, and I want them to be really just feeling really well. And then I want you know the pastor to come out, and then I want him to you know be like okay you know, um, blah blah blah. Thank you for gathering here, and uh, to start things off, I had the following to say, and I want him to read this joke. Why can't Sean or the dinosaurs clap? And then I want him to say because they're all dead and I want him just to stand up there and just get roasted by all the eyes just staring at him like how could you say something like that you heartless bastard and then he has there's a mandatory he has to wait about 15 solid seconds maybe 20 before he then gets to say Sean demanded that I said that (laughs) those are my demands those are my demands and I'm sticking to them. But I do want on my headstone, I think on my headstone, I want it to say, here lies Sean Swope, the strangest but most charming person you ever met, or so he'd hope. I think I want that on there. Dot, dot, dot. He wanted to be Spider-Man. He wanted to be Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But yeah, that's what I want. I want I want fun music and, and toe tapping and uh, I don't want anybody crying because they're listening to some sad song. Yeah. I wonder how many – never mind. Well, should we at least find another track to put this cart back on and Word. try to get back at it? I oh, That was my arm. That wasn't a real fart. That was my arm on my disc. Um, I think what I'm going to do is put a disclaimer and be like, all right, guys, so fair warning. We're going to reminisce for about 45 minutes. And if you want to skip that, I urge you to listen to it. <laughs> but skip forward to about uh, 45 minutes and 38 seconds and right. we'll get back to it. <laughs> I think it's good, Sweet. man. I, 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 I think that like um, people, people like that. I, I know when I listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. I like it if 
it's not too much about location specific inside right. jokes. Like, oh my god, did you hear about that winery down here or that coffee shop down here? And I'm like, I don't give a shit what's in L.A. or San Francisco. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if it's like stories about you and you and the co-host, and yeah, like that's that makes sense. Yeah. it's good. That's good talk. true, man. Um, we always give shout outs to podcasts we listen to, but I mean, the reason why I love like the Boogie Monster. And, uh, because it's just it's two dudes, Kyle and Dave, and they're just bullshitting. And seldom do they get to the actual topic before you know forty five minutes of just bullshitting. But I, I dig it. I could listen to lectures. I could listen to very factual, boring lecture podcasts if I want. But I really just want to listen to like just real people. You know, you're you're two dudes, three dudes, just talking about just. This stuff. And I dig that, man. You're a fly on the wall and you get to hear other people's lives. And, um, Steve, you're, you're recently listening to this. And I don't know if Preston, you listened to it, but let's give a big shout out to My Favorite Murder. Yeah. Um, an amazing podcast. Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgareth, two fucking hilarious, badass women talking about true crime and murder. And the half of that show, The Charm, is just them just bullshitting about all sorts of stuff, whether it's like a can of wine or, you know, getting tacos to go. Um, they, they delve into mental health. They are no, there's no shame in their game. They will talk about their personal battles and the therapy they go to to this day. I love that. I love else. that shit, man. Yeah. I was but again, to, yeah. I was listening to the newest episode and, um, also to see like how big a podcast can be. And I'm like, oh, oh dude, shit. yeah. Oh yeah, we we may never get to that level. I'm thankful for just where we're at, but I mean, yeah. dude, yeah, they're this two incredibly badass women who have done so much for uh, just people, the community, and I mean, everybody thought they were freaks for liking that stuff, and they just came out on a whim and uh, did it. And then, I'm of course, man, Steven the mustache, their their tech guy, their producer is fucking awesome too. But yeah, big shout out. Do yourself a favor. Don't forget about us when you get lost in listening to all hundred and. 20 odd so episodes like, of them but can you imagine our show having a producer like sits over the corner and like checks levels and keeps us like they'll start doing their own version of the wrap up the credits or yeah. like wrap up the speech <laughs> like, I can't imagine to- it because we're 60 episodes in and we're just now learning <laughs> Google Docs yeah right hey Preston I can't believe you guys did it when I got here coincidence like, so, that uh, my favorite murder is producer guy their tech guy's name is steven and then when steve yeah. joined he's kind of putting us on the track <laughs> is it a global conspiracy it is, Full it is. Boys. we try to use google docs like twice with rob and then we're both like eh, this is fucking this dumb shit. let's just wing it. Used it again <laughs> let's wing it for rob 30 left. episodes <laughs> yeah, rob left. He's, like, he's fucking amateurs yeah preston and sean are more like outside cats and then <laughs> steve's the guy that brought him inside and is teaching mm-hmm. him to pee in a box <laughs> oh man, hell you yeah. Feral yeah bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. speaking of controversies, why don't you or conspiracies, whatever word whatever I was, like, I was like controversial. What's called I mean this kind of controversial, I guess, but it's like yeah. more of a hold on. This is this is what we're gonna call our lone gunman uh, <laughs> segment. Yeah. yeah. Segment. Let's yeah. bring it back to uh topic number two in our <laughs> Fucking 50 minutes later. So this is my second news story. And thank you for that. Thank you for that. That, Look at that. I had music coming into that one. Okay, so everybody (laughs) here knows about John F. Kennedy being assassinated. It's one of the most 
brutal things I think ever aired on TV. Like, oh yeah, dude. Um, it was li- it was live yeah. and crazy to see um, back then. Like I couldn't even imagine. We're so desensitized to violence now in movies we watch. You know, when you get a really cool gory shot on on a movie, we're like, yes. Did you use prosthetics or is it CGI? You know, like, <laughs> but like nerds. But but like but yeah. Now, I mean, now if you saw something like this on TV, you'd be like, holy shit, that was insane. I got to see that live. But I, I couldn't imagine back then. Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So everybody knows John F. Kennedy in the convertible in Texas. He's going down in a parade. Um, gets shot once kind of in the chest slash kind of like collarbone neck type area. And then maybe 30 seconds goes by, 25 seconds, enough time for a supposedly or a real reload of a rifle. Then the or a head, second shooter. <coughs> yeah, yeah, or a second shooter or a magic bullet, whatever, the, whatever your theory may be. Um and then that's when the entry wound and then the exit wound was terrible. So terrible. Um, so I mean, there's this guy named Bill Cooper. Have you guys heard of this guy before I said this name? This is all new to me. I've never seen this video, this interview, or anything like that. Do you guys know who Dude, it's all it's all new to me okay, too, yeah. Steve. So yeah, I've heard a little bit about it, blown. but go ahead. This is okay. I like this one. So like this video to me looked looked to be eighties, maybe early eighties, uh, by the quality, do you think, or was that seventies? Uh, probably early eighties. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a conspiracy theorist anyhow. So it's okay. That, that's what I figured because he says yeah. he's he was naval intelligence security officer, and obviously he doesn't work there no more. Uh, but he had close dealings with the FBI. Uh, so, uh, well, he had close dealings with uh, agents of the FBI, Secret Service, CIA, and during that time, uh, he says that he witnessed a. Uh, a video, t- a video shot of what really happened that day, and then like a bunch of more, mater- a bunch of more material concerning this. Um, so they see they he and when the interviewer asked him like, well, why do you think they did this? And he's like, because they he thinks that they, or he he says that they seen JFK as, as a security threat, and at that time and still is to that day that when this interview was, he didn't know what that meant. Uh, no one knows. JFK was kind of like a controversial president, kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe that was t- tied into that somehow. Who knows? Uh, but when you watch this video, it shows like, I, I don't, during when this thing was, was taped back in the 80s, mid 80s, like you didn't have digital <laughs> editing for videos. So like when you watch this video, you see um, JFK, like you know, kind of like grabbing his chest to to his neck area, collarbone, which is what we've all seen, and then they kind of like zoom in with with shitty technology when they when they had this, and you you can clearly see like a hand reach down to where the driver who was a registered uh, Secret Service agent kind of like go back and then use his hand to his right. Uh, and then like reach over, pull out a pistol as he's looking at that. And you see this like flash of this like silver thing go back. And then right when he aims it, they take this like white bar and like aim it right, right toward it's, it's insane. So he has, uh, and then right when he reaches that, that pistol over, that's when the shot goes in the head. And then, you know, and then you see that that terrible shot. But there's like no smoke or nothing like that. And people wonder, well, why did if that if that he did use that gun? Why was there no, no smoke? This guy claims right. that the gun was powered by gas and electricity, um, so there would be no smoke. It was basically like a, a a very undercover spy gun. Basically, I mean, you can do this assassination with no trace. So if people saw 
in the car, they wouldn't see the flame. Like, well, who, who, who's the driver shooting at? You know, stuff like that. And apparently, with this, this is this is where to me it gets kind of weird. This is with with this gun uh, that is supposed to have a bullet loaded with some kind of venom. And Sean, you said it was what some kind of like shellfish. It was a shellfish toxin. Uh-huh. Yeah, a toxin that would. So if if the bullet entered the the brain or hit the skull and punctured the brain, whatever, that if he lived through that, uh, the toxin from the bullet would have infected the brain anyway and killed anybody it it was intended to hit um and then i also read out because like the video cuts off like right at the very end and then the guy's like he was like yeah the shellfish bullet uh and then you know from uh where where does that take place at where did he get assassinated at in texas some famous place what's it called was it just dallas or what i can't remember Mm, steve do you know I mean, Preston, you know where? It's <laughs> like, I can't remember. No, anyway, wherever no, it was in Texas, all. all the way to Bethesda, Arlington, and I can't, I can't remember. Oh, look at but they, idiots. they flew his body back to back to Bethesda in you know Washington D.C., where they're the base, the hospital that the president of the United States uses. So when when they did it that was in Dallas, Texas. Okay, so Dallas. So from Dallas to Bethesda and what was crazy is that when I was reading this like he said it really quick and then he's like and then and then that's where they would have performed the brain transplant and I'm like what the hell like what the hell what's he talking about and then I asked Sean like that he's like I don't know and then I was like and then I thought I was like oh he means if if it went if it went away like if it didn't explode up the back and all that stuff and have that have that gory effect if it just punctured the thing the toxin got in his head then when they did it, when the doctor, the medical examiner office did the autopsy, he wouldn't be able to see that there was venom in the brain. He would have just seen a destroyed brain. You, you, oh, you see what I'm saying? okay. So that, so then if that was their false safe of, or fail safe of that. If that would have happened, they would have done the brain transplant from on the plane <clears throat> with the gotcha. body, you know, stuff like that. So that's where it kind of got far fetched. I was like, it's still interesting nonetheless. But watching that video, and then sure enough, went to YouTube. I typed in JFK. Uh, assassination video, and I saw the edited video. I looked and looked, and I and I like pinched a zoom on my phone. Don't see that gun thing. It was crazy. I I, I didn't see it, and I'm like, is this some like uh, Mandela effect shit, or if it's like it was crazy? I'd like it's nuts. Yeah, because that's the part I know is that that was like one of the far fetched conspiracy theories is that the driver did it, and he had like you said a battery powered. Um, sometimes gas powered guns, sometimes both, and it eliminated the exhaust output and all. I don't know all this fucking crazy shit. But then there's videos where people show, you know, and you can clearly see him kind of like turn around. And then there's videos where no, it's just JFK sitting there, and the only hands to go up are his hands, and then um, his wife's hands, of course. And then oh man, the the fucking pink mist that I just but watched it crazy. again. Ugh. It's crazy. Yeah. It's one. I I really think it's one of the most brutal things ever air on American television. Yeah, and I really true. think Other, it is because it's the I I don't know. Is it second the second most brutal thing, Steve? Because as we record today on Friday, actually technically Thursday, June twenty eighth, it is the anniversary of the infamous Facebook Live thing. No, Undertaker and Mankind Helmet. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, either he's gonna say nine eleven terrible, or 
um, the Facebook Live, the Facebook Live dude that just went up and started executing people. Like that was pretty crazy. That was the first for Amer- that was first for the world as well. And then you're yeah. over here talking about wrestling. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, those things were terrible. But 20 years ago today, 1998, Undertaker threw mankind off the Hell in the Cell, 16 feet down onto the announcer's table, and then he also choke slammed him through the top of the cage. He fell then down to the mat, and that was completely unplanned. Undertaker indeed thought he killed mankind. And I that I didn't know this you were is that. this There's is how Rob feels when you guys start talking about uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I know I I, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Oh God! <laughs> I thought you were going to talk talk about the epic uh, you know wardrobe malfunction during the the Super Bowl and we accidentally saw Jan Jackson's nipple. But I mean, I was traumatized um, after that. Now, not to trump what you just said, but I'm going to bring things back together. I'm going <laughs> to talk about wrestling and titties. On an episode of WWF, <laughs> I don't have the actual episode number. There was a time where I believe Sable power bombed Jacqueline, and when she fell down, um, both of her breasts were exposed on national television. Um, not to be so to all the listeners out here, we are going down to Rob's house in October for our game <laughs> event charity stream again, and Rob and and Sean here are going to watch fucking wrestling <laughs> when we're down there. Me and Corey cannot be around during that time. We will be in the other room completely. I mean, we might watch a couple matches, maybe a few Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart matches. But uh, I'm over here laughing because I didn't know you were this obsessed to remember dates about a fucking wrestling match. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. If any of the listeners are out there, wrestling fanatics, you do you. I totally respect it. I just like giving Shawn shit because he never talks about wrestling because he knows I don't give a fuck about it yeah (laughs) i'm surrounded by it at work most of the time when that stuff's when that stuff's really popping like i can't i just it's not for me i didn't grow up with it like i just i don't know it's just it's it's an acquired taste that's for sure if we're getting back in the car and going down memory lane (laughs) i remember watching hulk hogan getting his eyeball popped out of his socket when i was Was that because of the cocaine pretty traumatizing no, it was during like a wrestling match. He, like somebody like slammed his head into a pole, and like the next shot was just, like he's holding his eyeball and like trying to put it back in the socket. That really happened. Yeah, are you sure? Hulk, yes, Hogan, uh, eyeball, brother. Now this. Oh my eye! What's up with Hogan's eye? I don't know. Hulk Hogan. I remember when Vader got in a match and his eyeball popped out of socket, but. Where I don't know, dude. I don't see anything on here. This ain't pixelated wrestling gonna, talk. This is will pixelated this, paranormal talk. <laughs> will the episode be released? Will people still listen yeah. to it? <laughs> Get back in the fucking car. In the car. Let's good go. Show. Okay. So, thanks, Steve. That's that is a really good um, conspiracy theory, and people should check it out. It's a very interesting one because you have the Mandela effect, and you're like, oh, I remember the video, plain and simple. And fucking Dudley Do-Right has a secret footage from the 1980s that shows a fucking pistol shooting him and crazy shit, man. Oh, uh, and by the way, Hulk Hogan didn't have his eyeball pop out. He knocked out Vader's eye, apparently. Nope. Hulk Hogan did not knock his eyeball out. That was a different wrestler. So, really? Well, that's Mandela effect because I remember it differently. <laughs> no, dude, I'm telling you. It's right here. It's, it's... I mean, he may have done it a second time, Look. but... Oh, Stan, Stan Hansen hey. knocked out the eye. Yeah, Google it was fake news. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, this is not wrestling, pixelated wrestling. 
<laughs> Backslide wrestling. Oh my god, don't get Rob started. I'm coming okay. back, boys. I'm coming out of retirement. <laughs> oh man, it's the perfect gentleman. Okay, so back on track. Back at it. All right, guys. So this is where the entire the the main guts of the show are gonna all start kind of intertwining. So thank you so much for listening for the first hour of that. Hope you enjoyed it. So all right, the the first story I want to talk about. Well, with all that uh with all that uh conversating i think we're going to wrap that into a show and that's going to be this episode and we'll come back next time and we're going to jump into what we actually wanted to talk about but um yeah consider this just a bonus show of just us catching up just chatting with each other yeah because we have a lot to talk about but i think with with steve not feeling too great and uh everything else i think we might as well probably give this one a redoozy that might be better for us. So um, we'll it's go ahead still and, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's still a good time. There's still a lot of great stuff, but yeah, um, we cut out a bunch of stuff, folks. We tried to do a, the, the full episode there, and it just it wasn't working out right. So we're gonna come back and retry it. But uh, let's go ahead and sign off, guys, and we'll come back and do it again and give you guys the great A quality show we had planned for you. So you guys got anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, you know, other than our sponsor, who's awesome enough to send us some badass beard. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Check out Big Dobbs Beardbomb.com. Use promo code PXLPARA. Twenty percent off. For sure. And you Good. can uh check me out on Xbox Live, B I G uh space S T three P H three N. Check me out on Instagram that way, Snapchat, everything. So Yeah, there you go. Uh check me out, Gingus Sean. Check out Preston, <laughs> Pixel Pipe Pete, and who knows? In this crazy world, you might play a game of Halo with us, and then you could end up being on the podcast. (laughs) Right. Somehow associated one way or another with this podcast. No shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. Preston, did you already drop out? Uh, No, I mean, you guys are kind of in and out, but, you know. Yeah, cool. All right, guys, there you go. An intimate look at just us bullshitting and how um, you don't always hear everything that gets uh, said on the show. We oftentimes cut out some of that uh, (laughs) tangent but you got to hear it first and how uh how great it was we're gonna polish that turd polish that turd into a diamond a brown diamond there you go <laughs> all right guys with that being said we'll catch y'all next time oh, yeah. peace take it easy guys yep the cast that pixelated paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode pixelated paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical the strange the unknown Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. You have two ways. One, email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we have that set up too. Dial us at 707-523-4263. Again, that's 707-523-4263. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. Whoa, so look at that. All sorts of 
fun little tidbits you never knew from what our name really means, where it came from, uh, how we want to get buried when we finally kick the can, and how we actually met Big Dobbs from BigDobbsBeardBomb.com. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that too, man, because I don't know if you remember that, good sir. But yeah, fun stuff. But uh, yeah, catch us next time around, guys. We'll jump back into what we were supposed to talk about on this episode. And we can't wait to do that for you.